the Value Art Podcast. And we are back. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Value Art Podcast. Eddie, hey Izzy, guys. and Mark with a webcam here, Hello. which is uh, wild. <laughs> um, wild. I, I, almost, I almost forgot that you weren't just a disembodied voice for a second, Mark. Yeah, make the um, most of it. Giving us knowledge. Yeah. Yeah, so this is actually a special episode because not only do we have Mark with a webcam, but we're also gonna gonna do it live. I mean, this if you're watching this on YouTube, like after the fact, it's not live, obviously. But we're doing our first live episode today. We are being joined by uh, NFT Ignition, who is kind of stewarding, as they put it, the uh, Fame mm-hmm. Lady Squad project. Now we'll get into that later. Uh, where should we start? Should we start with newsletters? Let, let's just catch up. Let's just catch up. News. Is What's going yeah. <laughs> on? What's going on in, in your life? Yeah, in my life. So, uh, last time we we took off, actually, you know, guys, this is unrelated, but I did try to take a digital detox, and it lasted like no. no after we a spoke day. about, <laughs> yes, wasn't two, wasn't forty eight hours though, so you don't get a hundred bucks from me. Oh damn. <laughs> well, I'll <laughs> try no, this again. Is this is exciting weekend, news. How how did it yeah. how did it yeah. feel? Did you feel kind of strange i felt strange because i had like the urge to flip my phone even if i wasn't like you know <laughs> you don't even like receive messages and i just like need to click the screen and check out the time sometimes they like... even check the time and so what happened at a certain point like to kill time i i'm back in milano this is like i'm at my new home um at a certain point i had to bring my mac to the to the mac store to like check it out so at a certain point i looked where the drone was and it was like uh, an 80 minute walk. So I did an 80 minute walk <laughs> to kill time. <laughs> did you have like, did you have a nice, uh, did you start to feel like more present and have ideas come to you? Cause that's like when I'm walking and I have my phone like silenced, that's like the best time to really reflect. I, I was pretty inspired. Yeah. 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 Then, Do you, you know, will you continue when, when doing I... it? What did you Probably. do with the inspiration? I mean... Did you just, uh, <laughs> write something absolutely nothing <laughs> i just no? like let the flow go and not yet but i still have it like in me um so we'll see the, how that turns out then i i have to admit like on my way back i i i started saying that i would go also like walking back but halfway i took a taxi but i had a, <laughs> an awesome conversation with the taxi Why? driver so that's nice. That's nice. At least some yeah, some but... genuine human connection is always good. Exactly. And I needed to, you know, wind off all the frustration I had for the Bondly situation. So that was also kind of a purpose for my long uh, my long walk. Uh, last time we spoke last week, there was about to be the token redeployment. That went terribly. Uh, this week, I've been sharing. <laughs> Uh, videos from Twitter with you guys. I'm I'm gonna share those probably in my next newsletter. Uh, yeah, so a total disaster. But today I finally got my tokens back and so I sold. You sold. <laughs> Guilty, of course. but I, I, so, I sold. No diamond hands for <laughs> Izzy. But did everybody dump? Like, is it all? Is it like falling apart? Is the project basically? A lot of a lot of people are dumping. Yeah. 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 That's not surprising. I, I mean, I I'm I'm sorry for the the team just because of course like I I started being part of that project just because I was so I had so much enthusiasm towards it, but yeah. I got trust issues right now. So. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, well, I I'm happy that that stress is out of your life because it's out of mine now too. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You won't be hearing me speaking about Bali, <laughs> at least not not anymore. Not, and uh, <laughs> not for a while. But Mark, updates on in your life, like, like how, things are going well with uh, the realm stuff. I see, and I actually signed up for polka starter and got my polls in there so i could be part of the ido which is so many words that i just said that i only learned within the last 48 hours <laughs> yeah, it's, it's impressive uh, you know, in my other job i land planes so and um <laughs> now i've got back off holiday and it's incredible how much i've missed um kind of semi-working from holiday the nft world has oh man just exploded again so Insane. i've missed quite a lot that said, uh, I've been doing a bit of writing on the laws of the metaverse and how the laws of real life are going to be applied, if at all, into the metaverse and how those laws may or may not be put in. And I've learned some pretty scary facts about laws in the last few days. Can so, you share a couple or um, one? Can yeah, you sure. Teams? Well, don't keep that you, like, all yourself. So, <laughs> When I was, sorry, someone, I would do this for a platform called Engine Starter, which if you're into IDOs, Eddie, at the moment, you can go and use your Polka Starter and have a look at that. And I just thought, law, there's, there's not many laws, are there? It can't be that many laws. Mm. Turns out there's quite a lot. Um, in the UK, they brought in 3,000 new laws alone in 2010. America has like 30,000 laws, individual laws wow. about everything. And... Are we talking about to bills comply- to be bills to be passed into law, or we're talking about like actual laws? Actual laws. Obviously, a lot of them are redundant, and you know they're made a long time mm-hmm. ago, and they've just never been taken out of the out of the legal framework. But mm-hmm. there's just so many, and obviously, as concerns the metaverse, a lot of it's about copyright and intellectual property and how those laws are going. We spoke about it a few weeks ago with with um, Nate and how those laws are going to be put into the metaverse. So I've just been looking at that again, which was um, pretty fascinating. And Very cool. also, there's some more apes. I've been looking at some gambling apes, which is a new NFT collection coming soon, um, which incorporates... Did you get yourself your... Oh, it's coming soon. <laughs> uh, so it's, it's, it's coming soon. So it's just um, um, a platform which can, can i ask you what the obsession is with apes in this space like why is everything an iteration of an ape why is why is everybody using the I ape know, right? sim- symbology i don't get it uh, i think i don't i think it's animal i don't think it's just apes. i just think they're right the, but there's the, a lot of, of moments mm-hmm. it's, oh, like, it's you know if it works well i've already said this to you before i feel like there's a lot of overlap with like the hype beast culture of like a street wear and and, and like exclusive drops and, and limited runs plus this nft world and you have what one of the most famous streetwear brands is bathing ape and i was like that's gotta be yeah. that can't be an accident like somebody has had to have seen that and been like oh we should just use that people will recognize that and it'll it'll do something subconsciously to to people i think but that's just a theory what's the know. um well I, I, bathing ape what's their ethos bathing ape is it is it is it streetwear is it Dude, are they, have they got attitude? What's the kind of what's the ethos? I have like? no yeah. idea because I, I think first of all the branding is, in my opinion, is super weird, and I don't think mm-hmm. it's a nice look. Like most of the Bape stuff that I see, I just feel like about it. So I don't, I don't really know. I'm not the one to speak on that, but I think streetwear in general is about hype. It's about like bragging rights, and that's exactly what these NFT series seem to be about. Most of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think there's I, a, there's kind of maybe I, two. 
there's a lot of cute NFTs as well. Like cute NFTs seem to work, like the penguins and well, any other animal ones. Is it in the last week that have been launched? Well, yeah, like you know, I'm full of unicorns, so don't tell like unicorn. cute to me <laughs> or my. <laughs> but one that um, so the stoner cats, right? Um, Are you still holding? From Reggie? what I see, like. I'm still holding Reggie, yes, but yeah. I'm still waiting for the second episode. And guys, like, I kind of realized I'm really impatient, like in these weeks. <laughs> and <laughs> so the, the second episode still has to come out. And from what I understood, I still have to wait a month. So in the Stoner Cats, I what I really love is the utility for it, right? Um, in the entertainment space. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't feel like in the, I mean, it's not like super hype like in other communities right but that's I good like, i think that's sustainable I, like you're gonna actually get a whole series out of that yeah if people were to just drop it because they were trying to flip it for whatever i don't know paper hands is that what they say i don't i don't know it's Stop not it wouldn't hands. work <laughs> diamond hands is holding paper hands i think is flipping yeah. i'm i'm learning the lingo i'm yeah. trying to oh god i sound like my mom <laughs> what the fuck uh i'm really oh, trying yeah. Anyway, uh, I, think I think that's that's, that's, that's my favorite really part cool about Stoner Cats. Well, that's really cool. As you say, if you have to wait a month for the next episode, I know you're impatient, but that encourages people to 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 not flip it and not sell it, and also kind of tells us about the power of the animation that people aren't selling them, are they? So much, so they yeah, do want to see it, and they do. Nobody's want to be dropping their their cats. And I don't know is if you know anything about like about animation, but putting another episode out in a month is already impressive. That's insane to do. They just dropped the first one, which who knows how mm -hmm. long they were working on that for. It could have been since like February, you know, and then to turn it around after launch in a month. I, I hope they're actually working on multiple episodes at once because that mm -hmm. would be super stressful. Do they have a monthly okay. schedule? Is that I like the no plan? I, I, I was looking for the schedule and I didn't find it. I, I found out like on, on Twitter and on Discord uh but unless i like published it these days I, I couldn't find like a a timetable of like when the episodes would be released and that's probably something that's good for impatient people like me i guess yeah in a certain sense um yeah. i mean it does keep the mystery up but yeah so it's definitely like a um a challenge with myself but Speaking of mystery, and uh, let's let's talk about mystery and the opposite of utility. Have you guys seen the dot dot dots series on Twitter yet? No. Why did okay, I miss so that? <laughs> this project launched secretly last night, a stealth launch, and it was a. Uh, there's no UI, there's no um, marketing, there's no team, there's no official channels at all. And last night there was this sort of cryptic. Um, this Twitter account released this like really cryptic, uh, like ARG, like an augmented reality game kind of thing, where it was a puzzle, okay. and if you solved it, there was a smart contract on either scan that you could write and mint a an NFT. And they minted the first four thousand three hundred and sixty, I think, and people bought them for like point zero five ETH, and now there's now the the floor on them is like i think two eth or almost two eth and what? it's like going insane but it's nothing How did like, you it's find literally out about them? it's uh twitter i saw it on twitter and i saw a couple people tweet about it and i was like i have to see this Man, so i went Eddie. into the discord 
I'm getting fucking indoctrinated. You're, I'm like, you're I, unbelievable. Like you told me, you didn't open your Twitter account like since years. I didn't. You it, like it's sick. And it's really sick. And now you're finding. Oh my god, I, totally I know. Missed that. Well, so I'm Mark. I'm really fascinated by the by the spectacle of it and the and the communities that pop up around it. Mm-hmm. So I've been in the dot dot dots Discord today, watching them talk about I'm it, and it's like so bizarre. <laughs> so. Uh, so the the way the smart contract functions is, is once the once it hits once I can't tell if it's Ethereum. If people keep saying once Ethereum hits an all time high, they uh, release ten mm-hmm. more to be minted. It could be something to do with oh. the floor. I don't know, but the point is there's no actual utility to this. It's all mystery, and it's become like the top. It's in the top five in terms of trading on OpenSea right now. It's like unbelievable how how much money is being. I can't actually I have to turn the Discord off because i can't look at it it's like it's so it, intoxicating you you again what what'd you say can you run by the start get the four the first four thousand comments on this was it a tweet or the game which get minted no no, no uh they sorry there was four thousand comments no there was four thousand over four thousand minted uh last night mm-hmm. right okay so and you, it, there was no website or anything. Like you had to go to the Etherscan address, and then like there's a smart contract on there. You can run the smart contract if you, you put in, you link your wallet to it, your Web three wallet, like if you have MetaMask or something, and then you can mint it. And if you were in the know, if you were paying attention and you solved this little riddle, you could find, you could go and mint one of these, and you can mint like up to five, I think. And uh, if you were one of the lucky ones that got one last night for 0.05 ETH, you can probably sell it now for like, I think one sold for 13 ETH today, uh, this morning. What? Like, it's unbelievable what? what's happening. Why didn't you buy one? Oh, I didn't know until a few hours ago. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I would okay. have. So I actually, I am. <laughs> I almost I bought one on OpenSea. Like... No, no, I did. Uh-huh. I did. However, I did buy my first. Um, I did mint my first uh, uh, NFT about three hours ago from I, hey, something I found out. Anything. It just You're happened. Incredible. Something you I found out. <laughs> I minted one. So something I found out through this dot, dot, dots uh, discord. Somebody mentioned another project, which is still like in the minting phase, which I don't know if it's going to actually go anywhere. doesn't matter. It was like 0.02 ETH or something. But I also mm-hmm. bought my .eth uh, domain, if you can call it that. My mm-hmm. my I bought contento.eth, so my wallet is now that. You, so that's cool. You literally what? Because I thought you when were you told me about when it. You said that. Yesterday. No, no, I did it. Yeah, I told you about it, but I didn't think you would do it. I so I'm really how upset does, with the. How does that work? You um. Easy to do. It's pretty easy. The only thing is the gas prices right now are ridiculous. So like my ten. Ten dollar domain cost like a hundred and thirty bucks because of gas prices. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, but it's nice because like I wanted, oh I've always God. wanted Contento.com, but Contento.com is owned by this big like German uh, furniture company. Like I think they make candles so you or something. The opportunity, you're like it's so now or never. <laughs> so now when they move into the when that that company moves into yeah. like the uh, the metaverse <laughs> and they want that dot e. Like, screw you. <laughs> no, it's mine. Sorry. <laughs> so uh we're we're at it's oh five o'clock God. now i think um we should be joined by oh, we've got somebody waiting have we eddie i don't see i we have three people, people in 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 the audience uh but i don't see oh, that must be coming from fame lady squad that must be your audience yeah link. hello audience. maybe this is exciting we've never done this live oh mark i wanted to ask you you changed your uh twitter handle to the metaverse writer and you lost the apocalypse daddy t- handle 
Uh, or just temporary. Display. I just want, it's a, it's an it's an experiment. It's only just an okay. experiment. I, you, you can change the handle. I just want to see what happens. Hey, I'll let you know next week. Danielle. Hey, Danielle. Hello. I don't know if she right, can here hear us. Uh, Danielle, can you hear us? I can now. Yes. <laughs> so thank you for joining us. We're really excited to talk to you. Yeah. Um, yeah. We. Uh, I, I stumbled across the fame ladies story, uh, I guess like two weeks ago or something. And I immediately sent it to the, our group chat. And I was like, we have to talk to these ladies, uh, because <laughs> it is such a, a like a wonderful story. Like it, this space is full of mm -hmm. what is not considered nice. I guess you could say it's like kind of gross. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, I'm really, I'm really happy to have a little bit of positivity in here and, uh, to just catch up and see how things are going. Yeah, um, yeah, things have been going great. <laughs> so cool. glad to be here Ta to talk about it. <laughs> I, first, before we start talking fame ladies, I'm curious, when did you become NFT Ignition officially on socials? Like, how long has that been a thing? Um, so I've been NFT Ignition since October of last year. Okay, wow. So you've okay. been kind of uh, ahead of, ahead of the curve a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I actually, it's funny, I was only into crypto for less than a month before I found NFTs. So like I learned about okay. Bitcoin Aww. and then shortly after I learned about NFTs and I was like, yep, this is my thing. <laughs> and how quickly right that has, awesome. yeah, you become like a sort of a thought leader in the space in, in a way and, and really quickly. So what was the first uh, NFT project that caught your eye or caught your attention? Yeah, it was actually when meme came out, when the meme token uh, came out and, okay. um, it was really interesting because like explaining it to my like my family and the people I knew, you know, mm -hmm. like farming digital pineapples for digital art that I can sell. Um, they <laughs> thought I was crazy. <laughs> they legit <laughs> thought I was crazy. Like at one point, my dad even told the neighbor that he thought I was on drugs because um, no. I was staying oh, wow. up and late and <laughs> talking about these and art. <laughs> Has that changed at all over the last few months? Like, do they get oh, it yeah. now? Or do you have like better yeah. ways to communicate what it, what it is, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I've been talking to them about it for almost a year now. So they definitely understand it better. But it's at the point now where my dad goes down to the bar and tries to find people who know what NFTs are so he can brag about me. <laughs> <laughs> and he can't. So he like teaches them Love about it. them first and then tries to brag about me. <laughs> That is adorable. Uh, I love that. Uh, have you got them investing in anything? Has your dad invested in anything? No, no. Um, I think he feels since I'm in it so far that he doesn't really need to worry about it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, like I have all my money are in is in crypto. And and what do you do Mine outside too, of in, investing, like outside of the crypto, the crypto stuff? Are you like in tech or do you do something related to finance? Yeah. So um, what I was doing before I got into Fame Ladies was doing marketing for NFT projects. Um, I do a lot of like advising and consulting for startups and uh, new, you know, generative profile picture projects. So I've worked with probably about 30, 40 projects in the last year. And wow. then also um, I mentor a lot of artists, help artists like enter the space. That was one thing that when I found NFTs, I was super excited because I have a ton of artist friends. Like I just, that's 
where I lived, there's a lot of artists. So I was always running around like trying to, oh my God, I love your art, make an NFT out of it. And, you know, um, at the time, like I said, I sounded a little crazy. So I did make um, nftbasics.com and that helped kind of explain it to people. And um, I think that probably helped maybe 300, 400 artists since I space learned how to mint their That's first great. NFT. It's sometimes like five a day. It's a lot, but I love it. That's insane. And are you, are you like making, is this a business for you now then? Or is it just a, is it still a hobby? Um, both. I mean, when it comes to individual artists, I don't charge them, but for projects or like VCs, stuff like that. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's very cool. Uh, and okay. So then let's talk, let's talk the fame lady situation. Like, can you just run us through as quickly as possible? Like what happened mm -hmm. at the beginning of last month and then like what when were you exposed to fame ladies and and how did the, the trans the transfer happen yeah so i bought them a couple days after mint or it might have been the day after mint i had just missed it um and i found them actually because i was following digital art chicks wallet Mm -hmm. Like I was. <laughs> you were following the wallet specifically, not her. Twitter yeah, yeah, or yeah. Because <laughs> she doesn't announce everything she buys, so okay. um, you know, follow the wallet and you know what they're really doing. <laughs> That's a good story. Um, so I had bought a few projects actually those couple days because um, because she had been buying them and um, started looking into the Discord and and the community was amazing. It was just a ton of people that were like, "Yay, we love women in the space. How can we get more women in the space?" and um, husbands giving their wives their first nft or their daughters their first nfts uh we had mm -hmm. people who were about to have babies that were getting posters printed to put up in their room because they wanted a powerful woman picture in the room like it was just a vibe i had never felt in crypto before and it was kind of like i spent all my time in that discord for our, the first couple weeks it was open and then the team was just really not super engaged um Mm -hmm. You know, they'd come in like once a day and be like, hey, guys, guys, these are really good ideas. We'll, we'll talk about it as a team and then come back the next day and say the same thing. And like, we never really got anything mm -hmm. out of them. As a community, we were kind of trying to hold the project up because we loved it so much. Uh, and then, you know, that day happened where everybody came out and was saying that instead of being three females, it was actually three Russian men. And... Um, you know, there wasn't a ton of evidence at first. It was basically, oh, this person promoted the project before anybody else knew about it. Right. I was mm -hmm. like, oh, okay. <laughs> but their reaction to it was not great. Um, right. Was it, are you out, talking about Linux, like, tweets, the, the thread of tweets that was like, yeah, hey, this is what I know so Yeah, there was a Twitter far. spaces that I was in that I was listening to for about three hours. There were 600 people in there. Wow. And it was just all about queenship, city... Uh, Cyber City Girls Club, the Unicorn, yeah. Fame Ladies, all of these projects that the team uh, might have been a part of. I don't think they were part of Queenship. We don't know for sure, but it was just a bunch of people come up on stage and giving their evidence or saying why they did or didn't think that they were right. men. Um, and I listened to it for at least an hour and I was like, I don't know about all this. <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, I didn't want it to be true, though, also at the same time, because, I, you know, I had... 20 of them they were my favorite nfts that love the community uh, but anyways um so fast forward to the next day and they come out and they're like okay yeah it's true we're we're men we didn't think it was a big deal in west such a big deal in western culture yeah. to to do what we did um 
and they're like, we're not scammers. They know, but so yeah, it, they right. get Western culture, right? <laughs> the the whole the whole thing was like a, a way to manipulate like the exactly pathos of Western <laughs> Western culture. I got it. right. Well, and you know the the art was good. We can't say it wasn't. They yeah. delivered on their roadmap. They they were there. It's not like they just took the money and ran. They were in the Discord, even if it wasn't much. Um, so it was a really weird situation. Like nobody really knew what to think or how to feel, except just hurt and upset. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, bored Becky or Ashley, um, as her real name, she created a Discord just so everybody had somewhere to go because we were kind of worried it would get deleted, and if, mm-hmm. they, they would just true. run. Um, right. So at first, then we had a meeting with some people just to see each other face to face and be like, okay, you know, what just happened? What are we going to do next? And what was first, that we like? Talked about. It Sorry, was, what was what it, was was it like to see people? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, normally I, I see people every day, like artists and stuff that I talk to. It, it's normal for me to talk to everybody that I see face to face, but um, just a bunch of people from the community. It was just really cool that everybody's like, okay, we want to know, we want you to know who we are right now so you can feel safe and comfortable mm-hmm. and we're all in the same position. So we, I don't know, it just made everybody feel a little bit better, I think. Right. Um, and our original plan was to like fork it or make a whole new project and just airdrop it to everybody that had ladies. Like we mm-hmm. didn't even think to ask for the contract. <laughs> right. Um, you know, I had posted one time I was like, you should just give us the contract. But like in my mind, I didn't even think to like DM them and ask for it. Um, so we were just thinking, oh, we're going to work on this kind of in our free time. It'll just be a side project. Um, but something that we, you know, we're all really passionate about at least working on. So then, um, the next day we get a message from art chick, sorry to rope you into this. And it's a tag to a tweet. And I have like a thousand notifications. I'm like, okay, what's going on? So read the message and, um, (laughs) she's like, oh, I'm getting you guys the contract. Like, I hope that's okay with you. And there's a, a vote on Twitter that the old team posted that said, should we give the contract to digital art chick? And the, it was like 75% yes and 25% no. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> so I run around and try to get as many votes as possible thinking, just in case, like, because the way they worded it made it seem like Art Chick was getting the contract, which really she was just passing it on to us. Um, and she's kind of a controversial, like, person in the space. So I think that's, that's part of the reason why they worded it that way. Have you talked to, like, the previous team at all in the last month about like because they started a grant i saw to support artists and like to i guess apologize for the other projects as well and the stuff that they the deception yeah um i've i've spoken with two of them very briefly um so one of them had deleted their twitter and then started it back up and they had sent me a message like i believe in you and that was it which was really weird um, and then I did speak to uh, Max to get the layers for the art, but that's been it. Okay, and like uh, one of them, Max is like super young, mm-hmm. right? It's. It, I think they that, all are, honestly. Is that uh, that's something I wanted to talk to you about because I feel like I feel old in this space. I'm 29 <laughs> and I feel old in this space, so yeah. I, I see that there's like a ton of Gen Z, like just like creating things super fast and creating a lot of hype and making a lot of uh people really excited and then i don't know and that that 
seems to be a, a common theme in the PFP world, at least. Yeah. Uh, uh, how much? Yeah, of these, and a lot of these uh, many... anonymous profiles too <laughs> are younger. Yeah. Yesterday, uh, so I, I'm going to be like off from the podcast next week. So I pre-recorded an episode for the following week, and I talked to this kid who's holding one of the apes, and like I hadn't, I had no idea who to expect when we started the conversation, and he comes on, and he's 18, and I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah it was wild um oh that's funny so, <laughs> that's amazing though because younger people I, I mean there's i think younger people i i was a teacher in a past life so like for me it just makes so much sense that we need to be educating like the children on this stuff um not to take over <laughs> you know but just so they can teach their friends like if a kid learns something and they maybe they make an NFT and they make some money from it, they're going to tell every kid in the neighborhood, mm -hmm. hey, I made $200 selling a piece of art. Like, every kid in the neighborhood exactly. is going to be making art. Like, what yeah. a great thing for the whole neighborhood to be doing. <laughs> yeah. It's and but I feel like they're they're the ones educating us. Like Mark has a couple. Mark has kids, and he was talking about how uh, like we were we were speaking about this last week about how it's you can't keep up with what they're doing and and what they're what they're interested in because it moves so quickly. And like mm -hmm. I think it's more about just instilling the right morals or uh, like giving them the right moral compass. So when they get when they mm -hmm. encounter these things, they're yeah. like, oh, this feels right or wrong. I think, but. Um, so you guys took over and this discord became like the official discord and the and then you did a, a relaunch right and the relaunch was mm -hmm. what two weeks ago uh it was last week tuesday wow it yeah, feels like two weeks week. it feels like i know so much time <laughs> wow. so much happens in such a short time how how was that how was the relaunch were you nervous about it like you you guys oh you and yeah. ashley don't claim to be owners of the project but you do claim to be like kind of managing things how much yeah. have you learned about doing something like this that you had no idea about prior um well i would say just with my experience with with other projects this is all stuff that i've done before but the one thing that was different this time was having that super supportive community sitting there ready on day one like just hyped about everything you do i've never had that like you can't even build that kind of community like there's really no way to do that so it's really amazing that that's what we have within a few hours of us getting the contract we had over 200 people fill out a form to volunteer to help us like hundreds 200 of wow and and how did you figure out like what you needed like what were the roles you were looking for and how did you get them filled like how does that work and how how, how did you find uh data also was that was was he part of the team from the from the very beginning yeah yeah so data and i had been talking for a while we actually um had in the past created like some marketing plans for the original team that they had completely ignored um but we had worked together just like on the sidelines, kind of trying to help the project for a while. And then also at one point we had talked about like doing our own thing together. So we had kind of built a, um, a relationship together at that point. And then um, he had been talking to Ashley. I hadn't been talking to her, but he like linked everybody up together. Okay. Um, and it right away, it was, it was hard, like putting the team together. It was stressful because 
Uh, we had no money to give anybody. We have nothing to right. offer anybody. No ladies, no nothing. Like, um, we want powerful women in the in the space to work on this project, but we have nothing to offer them. We have to ask them to volunteer. So um, we pretty much just did what we can with the three of us so far. And we are actually working right now. We have a vote to raise royalties up to 5% because it's at 2.5% right now. And we're hoping with, with that extra 2.5% that maybe we can start um, paying some people on the team and then we can expand. But so far it's been very bare bones. Um, there's the three of us and then we have amazing mods and volunteers right. that help and we can delegate work to them. But so the royalties are the only revenue stream for you right now? And I guess merchandise is, is something because you're wearing a great shirt. I see. I, yeah, I love. I was yeah, yeah. That this too. is just mine. <laughs> this is a sample. We are working on some merch. Uh, the thing is, everybody owns their own IP, so anyone can make their own merch, and we want to help people yeah. learn right. how to do that. That um, was so a really interesting part of this for me. Like you, you're giving mm -hmm. the copyright to the to the collector. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And does that transfer yeah. every time a, a new person buys? on the secondary market yep can you did you get that oh yeah yeah it does transfer it transfers with the nft it's right actually in the description normally that's not the case but okay it's right in the NFT. okay that's super interesting so if i have a fame lady which i don't because i can't afford it <laughs> but if i did um <laughs> i could do an animated series around my character and like Absolutely. there's no issue with that Wow. Okay. That's yeah, we really have, interesting. Um, tons of people that make derivatives. We have a comic book that somebody was working on, a coloring book someone was working on. Um, there's tons of options. And I feel like the art really lends to a lot of fun stuff. Like they're just kind of fierce, which is why we liked them in the first place. So there's really a lot that you can yeah. do with that. Like a makeup yeah, they friends, are. Yeah. whatever you want to do. They really are. Tell me about your lady. Who, who is your, what's, what backstory yeah, so this, are you? Uh... This is my favorite lady. I like her because I think that she's friendly, but also kind of sexy. <laughs> so I use her for my profile picture. Um, it was hard switching over to her because it was the first time I had ever used a picture that wasn't me. Like mm -hmm. I've been in the NFT space for so long and I've always used like a cartoon version of me that I had an artist make. Um, but now I don't think I'll ever be able to change it. <laughs> is that kind of like a requirement to be a, a part of these communities? Like, is it is it weird to not use your avatar if you buy one and, and you're part of one it's, of the, the communities? It's not a requirement, but it does help people like find other people in the community. And like, when I see a bunch of people follow me, I can just scroll through and be like, okay, following. I'm following the apes. I'm following ladies. I'm following. The top dogs, any community that I'm a part of, I see that picture and I just automatically know to follow that person. And like, how do you, other than putting the uh, the number of the avatar in your description, how do you know that that's not just a screenshot that somebody uses of somebody else's uh, NFT? You don't, right? I mean, it happens. It, it happens. Um, I think it's more common in the more expensive ones. Like I've seen yeah. it happen with the, with the apes specifically. And people will call them out right away because people know who owns those apes. So wow. it doesn't last very long. <laughs> yeah. Um, with the ladies, it would... It might take a while for somebody to notice, but like I, I know what all 32 of my ladies look like. And I would be like... Why are you using my lady for your profile Sorry, you picture? have 32? Okay. 
Yeah. That's a lot. <laughs> that is a lot. That's pretty cool. Are you going to start like a like a football team? <laughs> <laughs> I did have a question from um, earlier from a point you did bring up. You said that you started, you know, getting into crypto from October last year. Um, sorry, into NFTs because you said that you were already into crypto. Um, so I, I started like getting into crypto in that period, too. And I just wanted to, you know, ask you how because I feel like personally that there's like a, a huge gap at the moment um, between men and female in the space. And, you know, definitely this this project is going to help to um, close that gap. But how are your feelings in the space? Yeah, it's still very, very uneven. Um, mm -hmm. You know, even in a project like ours that's more female oriented, a, a large, large portion of our collectors are still men. Mm. Um, you know, we we are working on trying to find ways to bring more women into the space. We have a podcast that we will be working on. Um, I've even been looking into maybe uh, visiting local schools in my area as a as a previous teacher and seeing if I can teach some like courses or get some groups together. Um, you know, our goal is to get thousands of women into NFTs into crypto in the next year. So uh, we're going to see how we can do that in whatever ways possible. But um, one big way I think that um, is that nobody's doing really now right now in this space is helping women who are entrepreneurs or business women find ways to put mm -hmm. to build NFTs into their existing businesses. There's so many use cases and utilities and, and gamification and things like that that can be used in, um, you know, these they're already in a position where where they can be implementing new things if, if they're running mm -hmm. a successful business. So um, that that is, is one good way to, to help them. Were you at yeah. all apprehensive about it? Like when you started getting into it, was it even a thought for you? Like, oh, this is like a lot of really kind of crypto bros and I don't really like this space or it didn't even phase you? No, I think at this point, I'm just one of the bros too. <laughs> There is quite a bit of bro culture, in. regardless of gender, right? It is kind of broy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. For I sure. think I find it so frustrating when I'm in a Discord and I see someone say like, "Let's go, brothers," and I'm like, "What? Why that? That word? Like, there's so <laughs> many other people." Sir, all the time. <laughs> that's so weird. It's yeah. But as a gamer, it, like you know, before I was into crypto, I I did game for years and years, and um no matter what your username and, and character is, you get called a, a guy every time. Like, so I'm just yeah. used to it. It didn't, saw, like, offend in, me at all. <laughs> in the uh, in the town hall recording for you guys, the first one, like, uh, I think Ashley started off saying, hey, guys, and then, like, corrected herself. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Because especially in the fame ladies, like, universe, you know, that's, like, a weird pronoun, yeah. if you can call it that, or a weird... Uh... Do you have you done a community survey about like like to figure out what the gender divide is in the fame ladies in in the squad? Um not not with the full community, but it's definitely something that we've talked about. Um you know, we've asked with some of the forms that we've sent out where we were getting information from volunteers or from writers or various things, we've tried to kind of gauge, but we haven't gotten like a full breakdown. Okay. What are some of the more notable uh, figures in in just in the Twitter sphere that have tweeted support for fame ladies and like are are holding uh, one of the ladies? Yeah, well, Wendy O 
as a supporter, she had it as a profile picture. I was on her show one time, and um, you know, she's a great, powerful woman figure in the space, so that was great. Um, we had actually uh, Gary V does own a ton of ladies. Uh, he yeah. used to be very active in the Discord before all this happened. He's been kind of absent since. Like, I think he's just mm. kind of waiting and seeing what we do. But he is in our new Discord. So yeah. he, has, he just hasn't said anything yet. So we'll see. I have. Oh. That, <laughs> you touched a particular point for Eddie, right, Eddie? I have a, <laughs> I have a problem. I, I have a problem with Gary V's brand specifically, yeah. but um, I'm curious what your thoughts are on, on like his influence in the space and if it's wholly positive or if it's, what do you think about it? What do you think about Gary as a, as a, as an influencer in this world? So, when he first got into the project and i feel like it kind of caused like a pump and dump to the price like the gary v effect everybody knows when he hops in a discord everybody screenshots it and then your price doubles right um and it wasn't sustainable like because the team wasn't really doing anything beyond um at that time just the initial drop um Mm -hmm. so for projects that can keep it up can keep up that hype and and like world of women like he hyped up world of women which is a very good project i you know i have eight of those myself i don't think that that hurt that project at all because he was just bringing people to a project that was already great that hadn't heard about it yet it could sustain that people were willing to stick around it wasn't just a flip but if people if the project isn't strong enough at the time that he does it, then it can have really negative effects. I think. Like if he were to do it now that we have a strong community, it would have a different effect mm-hmm. than the first time he did it. <laughs> but I don't think, I honestly don't believe that that's his motivation. I think his motivation is exactly the, uh, the, the, the pump and dump effect. And I, I, I even wonder if whoever's behind the, the discord uh, account is, is Gary. Like I, I, I question the authenticity of that because I feel like, you see exactly you someone someone sees that he's in there and they screenshot it and then it's in a matter of moments like the hype is insane and even like yeah. the the people that follow him are, are known for flipping right it's not even necessarily yeah. a positive thing when you're a series if you want longevity i guess um i guess that's just the, the nature of of the space now especially because everything is so new and moving so quickly i will um, mention though two other people that have shouted out fame ladies um andy milanaka spot one what that's awesome it's like (laughs) so weird neither of my team members know who he is but i was just like oh my god i just went back to middle school like in my (laughs) (laughs) like i can't get his song stuck on my head but um and then um mc hammer has been retweeting them for some reason he doesn't buy them but he's been retweeting them so that's so random i know i know like can we get some celebrities from this century (laughs) Yeah, yeah, good, good point. Yeah. Well, it, I think it's, it's only a matter of time, especially like. So, what are some of the exciting things, like some some of the exciting utilities you guys are talking about for for this project? Because that will bring more, uh, let's let's say like substantial, I think, support. Yeah, yeah. So, um, we currently are in talks with two different brands for brand partnerships, and I can't like give any information as to who they are because of NDAs. No, um, not exclusivity. But, having, <laughs> um, but, you know, one of them might be like a shoe or clothing company. And if okay. they um, 
had okay. some sort of a partnership with us where you could link your lady and get like 20% off a pair of shoes or something like that. Um, ah, or, nice. or whatever, you know, there's a lot of utility there where, um, where we could kind of um, get our name out there in a really big way by giving people that hold them utility, as you said. Um, we do have a members only section right now, ladies only section of the website that has data and graphs and in the future it will have some content, articles, videos, educational materials, stuff like that, that uh, you will only be able to access and view if you have a lady. And the information won't just be related to the ladies. Like we're gonna have charts and graphs for all the NFT projects on there. What was the, the response like for the relaunch, like in terms of, uh, or, or what was the trading like around that time where people, where people, was there a lot of movement on like the secondary markets or people were pretty it's been going up steady since last tuesday and and even since before then but uh the last couple of days is really when we've seen the the most growth um you know we've had almost a million dollars in sales in one day so we've been doing pretty good is that so it's obviously it's a good thing for you for royalties to have these sales but is it does that mean anything for you in turnover in terms of like community like does it like people leaving well the the holder count is going up there's a lot of people that have a lot of ladies um you know okay. for instance we have somebody that's got about 500 of them and they've been flipping oh. a, a lot of them that's more insane. recently and as long as they don't dump the price that's good and it's healthy for people to get in at a lower lower price are you speaking are you having a dialogue with those people to like help expand the community and or is it just like a free-for-all like they do whatever they want with it because that's how that's how it is yeah i mean it's definitely a free-for-all actually the um a couple of the people that have the most ladies aren't even in the discord that's a bummer really yeah i wouldn't have thought that like i imagine somebody having the more nfts the more like i'm involved in the community yeah, it's usually not the case though. <laughs> like yeah. people that run around and they buy two hundred of every big project, they're too busy to be seeing how the Discord is. <laughs> yeah. So you think that definitely this, um, you know, this holder, for example, might be somebody who's looking more towards like the speculative part of it instead of like the value, because you are like your one of your core values is. The community, right? You're community driven. Yeah. They definitely they purchased them before this team even had them. So I was, mm -hmm. you know, um, okay. at the time, you know, I'm pretty sure anybody who's buying 200 to 500 of something is planning mm -hmm. to them. <laughs> yeah. 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 Definitely. Also, also because you choose like you, like yours, right? You kind of like um, see yourself in it. You you mentioned that you can't imagine. Uh, changing your image you kind of like recreate mm -hmm. your identity in it uh, absolutely so definitely I, I think that that's something that these huge holders kind of lack in yeah yeah uh, to that note uh, how much do you think covid is responsible for these projects and the and the hysteria around them and the success of them like the the lack of uh, connection and community is responsible for that like because most of these projects are just about the community and and the investment mm -hmm. obviously but like the ones that are sticking around are about the community at least like uh, do you think that changes yeah. if it happened in 20 i mean some of them have been around for 20 since 2017 and we, we're just now mm -hmm. talking about them 
Do you think it's COVID related? I mean, I think there's always been groups of people out there finding their social needs being met online, whether it's gaming or whatever. But I do think that COVID has definitely um, caused like a perfect storm for everything to just explode. Um, Not only was it people being stuck at home and being lonely, but unemployment checks that people were getting that were twice as much as what they normally were getting and i can speak from experience because i was making like a thousand dollars a week and that was the first time i had ever made that kind of money before and you know (laughs) having extra money that you can put into stuff and um stimulus checks and all that and and you can't leave your house it's not like um you know maybe now things are different depending on where you live but like i have a son who's high risk so i'm on the more cautious side of things. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think all of it has contributed. I think it would have happened eventually, but probably a lot slower. It could have taken us maybe another 10 years to get to where we are now. And do you feel like the, your personal involvement in, and like uh, activity in like these discord channels and, and in these communities is, is a, is a healthy one in general? Like, is it more healthy than I, is it distracting? Like, I, I, I sometimes like I was just they were making fun of me before you joined uh, Izzy and Mark because I hadn't used my Twitter <laughs> account since like 2016 or something. And then in the last month or so, I started doing it for this podcast. And now I'm like on it all the time. And I, I feel like, OK, this is maybe a problem. They're becoming a problem. <laughs> yeah. Do, um... do you sleep? <laughs> no, not lately. It's hard to <laughs> sleep when things are pumping, right? Because then you get that whole, like, should I sell? Should I not sell? And I'm the type of person where uh, I'll list a bunch of NFTs and then I'll come back an hour later and delist them all because I'll be sick (laughs) of my stomach thinking about it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's an addiction. It is. It's very, I feel like it's healthy and not healthy at the same time. (laughs) Are the connections for you substantial? Like, are are they meaningful or are they just something? In, in, in the midst of nothing else? I would say they're definitely substantial. Like, I've I've met a lot of these people in person. I've gone to, like, when I went to Shitcoin and hung out with all these people, like, I I have legit friends that I've made in this space that I will probably talk to for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, Very cool. People that get me better than anybody that's ever got me before. Like, this is, this is my cool. place. This is where people get me, so... <laughs> It's now I How just that make people your... where I live to understand it. <laughs> that's, a, that's that was my next question. Like, how does that make your your home relationships feel in comparison? Does it does it feel mm-hmm. like uh, strange? Does it feel like yeah. another world? Yeah, kind of. Um, because when I talk to my other friends about stuff, like I feel like from their point of view, they just think I'm bragging about things. And like, really, I'm just mm. excited and I just want to talk about things like I was trying to explain to my friend how I got an ape and I was so excited to finally be like part of the apes and, and but like, it's, it's only a mutant, but still an ape. And I could just Sorry, feel only a mutant? It, it's a mutant. It's okay. It's not an OG. <laughs> only. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay, okay. okay. I'm just saying like, I would love an OG ape. I, I, I feel like I'm an ape, but I just hope that all the OG <laughs> apes feel like we're apes too. I don't know. I feel a way about it. Okay. Um, anyways, but um, I could just feel her like thinking that I don't know. She just didn't get it, and yeah. like I yeah. could just tell that she thought I was just like bragging about like 
being rich. And like to me, I was like, no, I'm poor now. Like you don't get it. I just spent all my money. It's the opposite <laughs> of what you're thinking I'm doing right now. Yeah. <laughs> but do you have any friends that you did like um, that you were able to bring into this world too? Um, not, not really, not yet. Um, mm-hmm. I've tried to get my sister into it. I've been sending her stuff here and there. Like I sent her a strong note mm-hmm. recently, which has been doing really well. Um, but when I first got her into NFTs, I sent her a ton of alpacas. Um, I don't know if you guys were familiar with that. I don't know, but that that sounds cute. January. (laughs) They were. Okay. So it was maybe December, January. They were, um, similar to crypto kitties where you could breed them, but then you could also stake them to earn tokens. And they were, they were blowing up at the time that I sent her a bunch and I was Mm -hmm. making tons of money off of them. Like, I was breeding hundreds of eggs a day. It was literally insanity. Oh my God. And I sent her a bunch, and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is how much money I'm making off of them, blah, blah, blah. And I sent her a bunch, and, um, like, all she did was lose money on gas, basically. <laughs> so she's like, I don't think this is for me. This is not really my thing. And I was like, okay, sorry. Like, I, I meant well. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think is holding back people? Because I, I struggle with this, too, like, I don't know, I feel like after a while there's like that awkward silence that you kind of feel like they think you're bragging, like you mentioned. Like how? Yeah, yeah. How? <laughs> um, I mean, I think, I, I do wish it was a little simpler for people to just log in, hop in, make an account on OpenSea, use their credit card to buy an NFT. It's like, so, mm-hmm. so hard <laughs> to do, the, to do the certain things. The first time, yeah. oh my gosh, Uniswap scared the crap out of me. For like Me a month. too. I'm not even going to lie. Yesterday. And I yesterday. missed the whole Uniswap airdrop because I <laughs> went on Uniswap like every day for a week trying to figure it out. I was like, where did the tokens go after you swap them? I don't understand. There's no instructions. Yeah. And I, um, I was felt too stupid to ask anybody. So I just kept giving up. I was like, no, I'm just not going to do it. And then I finally did it. And I was two days late to get the Uniswap airdrop because I hadn't pulled the trigger any of the other times that I was on the website. <laughs> and I was so mad at myself for that, especially after it pumped, you know, super high. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it does need to be a little simpler for new people. Okay. That yesterday, would help so I, much. Yesterday, I set my wallet, <laughs> like, name to, like, I bought uh, an, a .eth uh, domain, I guess you mm-hmm. call it. And I was so afraid to, like, use that as the transfer destination. I was, I was like, I don't know if this is going to work. And I don't want to risk losing a thousand bucks over some stupid fucking thing. So I was like, right. I, and I don't want to ask anyone because I don't want to sound like an idiot. Well, and that's the thing. You don't know who to ask because who can you trust in this space? Because if you go also, on Twitter and you say, I'm having troubles with this on MetaMask, you get like 40 people trying to scam you with links to forms <laughs> to fill oh out gosh. and people in your DMs and Same on and people are so afraid of being scammed and it's it doesn't make it a culture where you can ask for help and that's something that yeah. needs to change and like in the Fame Ladies Discord we always tell people if you need help ask in the general chat don't answer any DMs if people try to DM you for help just if it's mm-hmm. we'll all help you and then you know that you're getting legit advice and everybody's not getting scammed hopefully <laughs> have you ever experienced anything like this in terms of like the, the etiquette and the culture around like in these discord channels and on twitter like have you ever is there another uh it, like a real world example of this like 
the terminology and the language that we use in this space is so bizarre and it's so meme it memeable or like it's like so meme driven I, I can't think of anything else that's like this i would say the gaming culture like gaming culture that... is probably the closest thing yeah like yeah, I, I played wow i'm not for really a gamer years. okay yeah that makes sense so that I makes a lot of sense but now you've got like this gaming plus finance culture merging into this mm -hmm. weird clusterfuck of Absolutely. like terms that no one and wants gamers are smart as hell and they will figure they it out are. so give yeah. gamers a reason to get into crypto like nfts gamification oh we're gonna gamify your skins we're gonna all of these things that you're earning in game these tokens is gold whatever we're gonna tokenize it we're gonna nft it um, they would be yeah. all over the NFT space. So there's a there's a heavy happen. presence of gaming and finance people in the NFT space, but I feel like there's a real lack of like art enthusiasts of like people who really like art and and especially from like the traditional art side. And that's kind of what this mm -hmm. podcast is about is like that space and like those mm -hmm. people meshing. What do you think that yeah. is? Why do you think that people in the art space are apprehensive about? Um, I think it's harder to convince somebody that an artist has value than a collection has value because you could show um there's more sales there's more information that you could show them where when you have a new artist that has two three pieces and they've sold one there's not a lot of data mm -hmm. to base it off and you're at that point like just basing it off of emotion and um, you know, a lot of people don't make their decisions based off of emotion. Some people buy their NFTs that way, but it depends on why they're buying the NFT, really. But when you say emotion, because I mean, I feel like FOMO is an emotion. It's like a feeling of, of like, I need to be involved in this. But you mean like a, an yeah. emotional connection to the art? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mm -hmm. see that. I, I think that that's probably not as big of a factor in, in investing or in, yeah, even just using the word investing is evident of like what it what it is mostly. It's right. um, but with the artists that you've helped, were they did it come to you because they're already interested or have you sort of shown people the light in terms of like, this is a great technology for you as a digital artist? Both. And <laughs> what is the response? It's all over the map. Um, I've I would say that most people that I've worked with as artists are now pretty successful selling their art. Um, I think honestly, it comes down more to the marketing than anything when it comes to an individual mm. artist. Um, in the traditional art world, they don't have to learn how to market themselves. They can go to a gallery. They can, I mean, you have to a little bit, but not like, it's not the same thing. It's not like crypto at all where you have to right. be out there every day, creating a community, creating um, like mm -hmm. a voice for yourself, a personality that people know and understand. And it has to be so much more than just the art that people are buying. But it's yeah. also because it's so easy to get scammed. You know, There's so many people That's that true. have bought art from people that wasn't really the artist. And um, it's really hard to prevent against that. But if you get to know the artist a bit and you get to know their style and you follow them on Twitter and, and you see uh, over time, you, you learn to trust them a little bit more. Yeah. Have you been in touch with like uh, the World of Women team? Um, I mean, I've been active in their Discord since the beginning. And I've, I've talked to Archick a few times. But other than that, I haven't really spoken with that, the rest of them. That project... 
made me smile because it felt like it really changed an artist's life overnight, which was oh, super yeah. cool to see. Yeah. yeah. And it, not just one. I, the one thing I love about that project is watching on Twitter when, you know, that first time an artist gets a bid on their piece is always just like the best feeling. Like, I don't know if you guys are artists yeah. or have ever sold anything like that, but um, when you made something and it's your art and you sold it, like it just feels so much better than selling it an NFT that you bought and they go around bidding yeah. on people's first pieces that are females and just mm-hmm. seeing those tweets like, Oh my God, my first bid on a piece. Thank you, world of women. Like just that, yeah. like being a part of that, like that's just got to be awesome. That is a, a really awesome feeling that I wish we could spread more of. And I, I, I find it strange that some of these projects like that are, they, they tend to lack that human an interface or component to them because mm-hmm. i guess i guess because there maybe there isn't one like in the in the example with your project like the first time around like that was a clear re- there was a clear reason for that there was a clear motivation yeah. for not wanting to have that but right. do you think that um it's kind of a contradictory thing with the with the avatar series being so popular and people kind of taking them as as their online identity like it it de- it does detach you from the like a human in a way I think it does a little bit. It does. It does kind of... Um, and then all you see is a sea of, of dogs and, and yeah. NFTs. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it, it does a little bit. But I think the reason that people do it is because they do have that connection to the community that they want everybody to see. And mm-hmm. that's more important, really, to them at that time. Yeah. Uh, and this, this is kind of is going to be it's going to continue to be a a question especially when we move into the metaverse and we've all got avatars all the time anyway you know like when we're interacting on a regular basis in virtual reality like how how important is it to portray yourself as yourself or how important is it to just kind of reinvent yourself i think it's strange when you have a series of ten thousand, like you said like it becomes a sea of the same thing with like very small with very small variations and actually Mm -hmm. I, i wanted to ask you is it possible that there are like these avatars that are identical and the only difference is the name? Because there's no way to really verify or, or like visually ver- verify. So there has been instances in generative projects where two have turned up the same um, hash maps. I know there were two twins, sets of twins. Okay. But um, there hasn't been any found in the ladies. It is possible. It can happen. Um, It's very unlikely statistically for it to happen. Um, Like less possible than the most rare combination would be to have two of the same. But it is How many unique assets is the Fame Ladies series comprised of? Um, Gosh, that's a good question. I don't know off the top (laughs) of my head. (laughs) Um... We have a lot. <laughs> I was just yeah? looking through okay. the layers, and there's hundred, yeah, there's hundreds of layers. No. Wow, and the, we didn't talk about this, but the artist that created them originally—have you been in touch with that person? No, unfortunately, no. not at all. We don't know. We know who that is, or we don't know who that is. We, um, we don't. I mean, we don't know really who anybody on the team actually is, except for Max, because the other person okay. is just a username. And then the last person to, didn't have a Twitter. So, okay. um, and, you know, one thing, we don't even honestly know if 
if they made the art or if they paid an artist to do it, they could have outsourced it. Whoa. Yeah. That's that That's crazy because if you're talking about, like, giving the intellectual property to the collector and then this artist never was a part of that conversation, that they mm-hmm. own the copyright for that always and unless they've given it up. That's 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 tricky. Yeah. Well, and, and the copyright laws are different in every country. So they were made in Russia, which they have way different copyright laws in Russia than we do. Okay. But, um, yeah. yeah, it, yeah, it is. I would is. love to, I would <laughs> love to talk to that person. I'm sure you would too. I'm going to do some sleuthing. Absolutely. I'm going to try to find this artist. <laughs> We've, I'm very gonna, I've been <laughs> trying. I've been trying. Like, I'm so careful with how I speak with Max and D Mephi because I don't want to scare them away. Um, like, they seem very young, and to me, honestly, I don't think they expected the project to blow up like it did. I think they were, like, very unprepared, and, um, you know, at one point, they were going to give us the Twitter, but they weren't willing to give us the password. They were just going to give us access on, like, tweet deck. so we asked them to delete it, and then for a while there, we had no way to contact them at all. So then when they reached back mm. out, I was like, oh my gosh, okay, I don't want to scare them off, like... But I asked very nicely mm-hmm. a couple times for the artist information, and I just get no response. So it's... Okay. Um, I have faith. I have faith it'll happen. I, I feel like, especially Max, because I think there's a little bit of, like, uh, not regret, but, like, he, I think he seemed... He felt sincerely uh, sorry about it. Yeah. And I think maybe maybe you'll get something eventually, but, uh, yeah. yeah, we'll see, I I'll guess. I'll keep on it. <laughs> yeah. So... Um, so what are so your i saw your your you were shilling shilling is the right word right uh for yeah. art club art club yeah art club art stars. what is that project about what, art, art stars, stars club yeah yeah, yeah, what yeah, is yeah. That? how did you get um, involved with it yeah i was just helping them with marketing a little bit they have some really cool uh like interactive nfts where it's a character yeah. it's a generative character that's holding a tablet holding a frame and, and yeah, then yeah. you can upload, um, depending on what's on the tablet, you can upload different types of NFTs into it. And then there's also some with blank backgrounds. And you can, they have like 30 artists that work with them in some capacity that they're making custom backgrounds. And you can pick what you want your background to be out of the custom backgrounds. So mm-hmm. it, it's got a really cool, like, um, you know, that interactive, you can change your NFT idea, which I really yeah. like. Yeah, I, I saw it, uh, like, I think last week, maybe, and I was gonna try to mint one. But then I got kind of weirded out by the whole concept of like, them being thieves. And I was like, I don't know if I want this in my wallet. I'm like, I don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Like I was I, I'm so sensitive to the space because of how many scams and things there are. I was like, yeah, I don't, yeah. don't want to take a risk. <laughs> Um, yeah. I mean, that's just the story that they gave them. They don't really steal anything, I <laughs> promise. <laughs> well, now that I've seen and talked to you, I'm like, okay, I feel a little bit more confident, a little stupid, actually, but yeah. Cool. Uh, I, I've pretty much covered everything I wanted to talk to you about, and I want to, don't want to take up too much of your time, because I know you have, like, a thousand people that are, like, hanging on your every word, so. Um, Mark, Izzy, was there anything else you guys wanted to ask uh, Danielle before we, we let her go? Um, yeah, I, I love a lot of what you're saying there. And just to go back to 
I'm a former teacher as well. And I was just trying to picture you going into a, a school to try and teach the kids about NFTs and seeing all the teachers' expressions as you try to explain <laughs> what, what, what's going on. I think that would be priceless. Um, you were talking about people not coming into the space. I think crypto itself is quite individualistic and these NFT projects are the antithesis of that and it's creating this group mentality. And I think that is, I mean, it's, it's a few months really since it's gone mainstream. So it is dragging people in. You're in a unique position to be changing the conversation. Like you're setting a legacy almost. People are going to look up to you. Women are going to look up to you. You're going to, how does that feel? Does it, does it, yeah, how do you take on that role, if you like, in the... So seriously, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it feels amazing. It's always been... Teaching people has always made me feel better than anything else. Like, helping people have that aha moment, helping know that, like, I might have changed what the next... what their future looks like. That There's nothing in the world that is more rewarding than that. Um, you know, I will take that over any NFT or any pile of money any day. So um, finding a way that I can do that in this space, which is also like something I'm so excited about and so passionate about is um, honestly like perfect. I couldn't find anything better. Amazing answer. Thank you. <laughs> a, perfect, a perfect quote for the blog as well. I would take that over any NFTs or any crypto. Being a woman myself in the NFT and crypto space, I, I really relate to what you said. And um, I think that your project is definitely going to be um, something that's going to, you know, close that gap step by step that there is in the space right now. Uh, I, I can see that happening really soon. I'm, I'm sure I'm positive. So love it. Yeah. And, you know, I don't think we're yeah. the only ones working on that. World of Women is doing the same thing. If we get enough of these mm -hmm. projects out here that are not only like, giving females a comfortable space to learn in, but also like mm -hmm. um, paying females on their team good amounts. Like that's another way to get women's and women in crypto. Absolutely. See, okay, here's women in crypto and here's what they're making. Um, don't you want to yeah. be making exactly. that much money? That's motivation right there. You know, I checked out the roadmap and, I, and everything. And I want to ask even other um, maybe spoilers that you can give us on uh you know the future months i know that you guys just like relaunched so but do you have like any other sneak peeks you can give us um not really i will say the podcast we're definitely underselling it um like we're working mm -hmm. on getting sponsors and whatnot for it so it's gonna cool. be probably a lot what is the angle of the podcast exactly? Is it about women in, in the space mostly? Yeah, yeah. So um, we're going to use it for a few different things, but definitely women in the space. Um, but I think we're going to focus more on like the collectors and the business women and stuff rather than the artists, because I feel like the, the women artists out there are getting a lot of spotlights. Um, okay. Not mm -hmm. enough, but they're, they're, they are getting some spotlight right now. So trying to find um some other perspectives from women in the space that people mm -hmm. might want to hear from and um, we're just on that we're we're doing um if you have any w women artists who would like to be in the the value art spotlight send send them Absolutely. to us we'd love yeah. to we have a list right speak, now speak to them of all the female artists that people have recommended to us it's just like a spreadsheet is it a public list yeah. you should publish it you should put yeah. it somewhere so we you can yeah, that'd be cool yeah i could do that 
Um, I lied. I have one last question. And because I want to ask this because I believe so strongly in your project and I don't I don't see this like going away anytime soon. But I am curious, when do you think the bubble will burst? That everybody always asks me that question. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's so I think right now the NFT bubble is just starting, but the profile picture bubble Mm -hmm. is big. That is the bubble Mm -hmm. that probably will burst first will be all of these generative profile picture projects. Um, I, the blue chip projects are going to stick around, of course. And the yeah. ones that have utility mm-hmm. and the ones that have super, super strong communities, like there'll probably be 10 of these projects at least that I think that will last long term. But pretty soon here, I think we're going to see a lot of these other projects. We were just, <laughs> we might have hit an inflection point today. Like we were just talking before you joined about the dot, dot, dots project. I don't know if you've seen it yet. Cause like, I feel like you just woke up, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, there's yeah. like no, a I saw lot it last of, night, actually. Of... Oh, uh, did you get one? No, I didn't. No, it's interesting because more of them will be minted in the future for the same price of 0.05. So the yeah, people but that are selling them for, I don't know how much is it now an ETH probably. Yeah, like two or three now I think oh, on average. Okay. Wow. Yeah, it's moving up, but also I've, what I've learned is that like the minting process is impossible if you're a human and not a bot. <laughs> At this point, it's like it's not going to happen for you. Yeah, well, and those were minted right through the contract, so they like made it yeah. difficult on possible and on purpose. But um, yeah, just minting projects like the. It's ridiculous. I do have concern, and I say this, I feel like every week, I have concern about what this kind of stuff does to the reputation of, like, the NFT technology, but I, I think it'll, the more I see it, I think it'll it'll be fine. It'll survive. Yeah. It'll just take oh, some, some time. Because people are still yeah. just touching the surface of what NFTs can do. Yeah. I don't think there's any damage that can be done to NFTs in total, but the collectibles, and but I've been saying that since January. And that yeah, was before okay. the gen- the generative profile picture projects really started blowing up. At that point, people were making collectibles that didn't have roadmaps, that didn't have a website. They were just collectible projects on OpenSea. Okay. And I was telling people, the market is flooded with collectibles. There's on- only so many frogs and ducks that people can buy. And look <laughs> at where we are nine months later, <laughs> and I have a wallet full of frogs and ducks. But... Um, <laughs> But the projects have evolved. They're not just minting on OpenSea with, without a website and without a roadmap anymore. Now they're building these yeah. communities and, and you know, if you, the people that can keep up, the people that can adapt, you'll still be seeing their faces a few months from now. The rest of them, not so much. Totally yeah. agree. Same. Well... Danielle, thank you so much for joining us. I really enjoyed yeah, it. Thank uh, you. I, I'm going to stay active in the Fame Lady Squad Discord because I really Love enjoy it. that as well. I Hopefully one day I can get my hands on one. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Do it before the um, price skyrockets. <laughs> tr- I'm trying. It's, it's yeah. yeah. I know. Come I know. On. Uh, but uh, w- maybe we'll have you on again in the future. Yeah. We'll be uh, following your story. And um, yeah. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me on. Thank you so much. Cool. That was fun and live. We even had like one or two people watching at a certain point. That was exciting. (laughs) We got a comment. We did get a comment. (laughs) Let's fucking go. Yeah, cool. So um, 
I guess we'll wrap it up there, guys. Uh, great episode, fun conversation, and I uh, look forward to catching up with you guys again in two weeks. Cool. All right. Cool, man. Have you a guys. nice day. See Ciao. You. Bye. Ciao for now.